All right, you guys, so we are pretty much almost in back to school season or we pretty much already are depending on where you go to school. But if you are a junior or senior in college, then you are probably coming to a slow reality check of holy shit, I am almost a college graduate. Like what am I going to do with my life? Like what do I do from here, right? I remember what it was like during college and after college and even during the job search process. It's all still really recent to me. And because I know how stressful it can be, I put together a career ebook guide for you called the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success. I include resume templates, cover letter templates, top interview questions, my personal answers to the questions, how you should be dressing at interviews, and so much more. So you can find all the information on this ebook and buy this ebook online at whatfulfillsyou.com. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily, and I'm your host, of course. If you are new here, welcome, and thanks for tuning in today. Today's episode is going to be very much career and professional focused, as you guys can probably tell from the title of this podcast. It is going to be focused a lot on LinkedIn tips and just job and internship opportunities um, and personally how I've utilized it to find my job opportunity. Because in fact, my current corporate job, I was able to get out of LinkedIn through a recruiter. So I wanted to share with you guys today my personal tips on how I've utilized LinkedIn to the best of my ability and how I've been able to find the best opportunities on there for me career-wise and just kind of in the whole networking realm in the professional world. So if you are interested in hearing more, then just keep listening. So I'm going to break down this episode into four different pieces. And so the first one is going to be focused on finding job and internship opportunities. So my first tip on this is pretty straightforward, and it is to make yourself available to recruiters. So there are kind of different ways to do this, but an obvious one is to simply actually have on your profile that you are open to job opportunities and you're able to do that when you go to your main profile so let's say you're on your home page on your LinkedIn when you go to view your profile as like a logged in user of yourself then in that beginning top header section where it has like your name your title and all of like that nitty-gritty stuff there should be a section where it asks you if you want to turn on like this thing that shows to recruiters on their end that you are open to job opportunities. So my best advice is to make sure that is turned on if you are open slash looking for job opportunities. 
A nice thing about that too is that you do have the option to show the public that you are open to job opportunities or just privately to recruiters. And this is great, especially if you do already have a job, but you are open to being reached out to. So that way, anyone in your office or your company doesn't necessarily know that you are looking for a new job. So that's my first tip is focused on showing that you are open and available to opportunities because I believe recruiters have probably some sort of special way of viewing profiles and they're able to narrow down um, candidates through the ones that say that they're open to job opportunities and then of course then they can filter out locations, industry, things like that. My second tip is to turn on job alerts for the specific job types or companies you are aiming for. So if you have played around with LinkedIn, then you probably know what I'm talking about in terms of like the job alerts. So when you go to search a specific job title, which I'm going to dive into on the next tip, you're able to also turn on alerts for it. LinkedIn will typically either ask you or it shows in a very obvious spot when you're searching for jobs if you want to turn on job alerts. So I would recommend to turn it on if you are actively looking. However, I remember I started to get really annoyed when LinkedIn would email me every day on the job alerts. So I do recommend if you're someone like me who doesn't like that notification every single day, then make sure you put it to only LinkedIn. So you only get a notification via LinkedIn, not email as well. And then also on a weekly basis. I think when I first turned on job alerts I didn't put it as a weekly basis and then I put it for like both email and LinkedIn so that's why it came constantly so that's more so on my end like my fault but that's just kind of my personal recommendation regarding job alerts. My last tip for finding opportunities which is like I said related to the second one in a way is that when you're searching for jobs or internships make sure you search for two different things. So the first one is to make sure you search for broad options. For example, just type in the specific field that you want to be in. So let's say it's sales, then literally just search sales and then also make sure you change the location. So if I were to look for sales and I wanted to move to San Diego or something, then I would look for sales in like the job title or whatever portion and then in the location I would put San Diego or greater San Diego area. On the other hand, I would also recommend to narrow down what you're specifically looking for and look for specific jobs. So for example, if you are someone that looks for jobs actively, then you probably are familiar with some of these titles, but one of them would be like account executive. That is, again, typically in sales or typically just kind of someone managing accounts for clients, things like that. So that's pretty, a that's like a standard, I guess, job title. And then, of course, LinkedIn being a smart search engine and algorithm, they will be able to match you with similar job titles as well, even though it doesn't necessarily say account executive. 
Another example of a specific job would be something like social media coordinator or social media manager. And again, when you type in what you're looking for, when you're when you're trying to type in something specific, the keywords do pop up automatically as well. So it can give you those recommendations if you can't think at the top of your head what you're looking for. When you start to type in social media, other keywords will pop. So like social media manager, social media coordinator all of those things those will pop up as well when you go to search for something that specific and then the reason why I say do both is because either way it'll just kind of allow you to find the most opportunities for yourself so sometimes when let's say you're a senior in college right now and you think you know what you want to do let's say it's something social media related because I'm going to just put myself in the shoes of where I used to be. I used to search social media manager or social media coordinator or something along those lines and over time I'd only get those options and obviously now if you've been listening for a while I do work in sales so it's very different from what I originally was searching for but that's why I recommend to search for broad fields So like sales, social media, or marketing, whatever it is, search for those and then also the specific ones because that way it'll give you related jobs during your job search and it'll also give you recommendations that are similar to what you've been searching for. Okay, so the second section I have on this whole LinkedIn tips is all about branding yourself. So similar to Instagram and anything that you see on social media or of some of something similar to social media, when you think of people that brand themselves, you think of how their feed is and you think of how their aesthetic is and the type of photos they post on Instagram. Similar to that, I like to apply similar strategies to LinkedIn. Obviously not all the same, but I do try to add a personable touch on my LinkedIn profile so that it's not just another version of my resume, if that makes sense. So the first one is starting off with your photo. So obviously, as we all know, when you meet someone, the way they look and their, you know, the way they're dressed is your first impression and obviously their energy and everything else as well. So same thing on LinkedIn, your your photo is going to be fortunately and unfortunately the first impression that people get whether it's employers, recruiters, other viewers, people that might want to connect with you, they do make a first impression off of that photo. So a couple of tips I have with the photo aspect is to a obviously make sure it's professional that's kind of a given and when I say professional it doesn't always have to be so like yearbook headshot type although it is recommended by some but personally if I had to say you know I don't think it has to be like a yearbook photo but ideally have it with a plain background or something neutral so maybe white gray black or I don't know black might be a little bit dark but something within the neutral zone and um, if you do end up using kind of like a nature type background then at least have it taken with like the background blurred so if you have an iPhone you most likely have the portrait mode by now so you can totally use your iPhone and do that just have a friend take it 
or if you have a friend that has a nice camera honestly take a few shots with it just edit it and that should be good because that's how my photo was taken I just had a friend take it with her DSLR and I edited it and it was good to go my second tip on branding is to customize your header or use a photo that gives more insight on who you are as a person, not just as a professional. So for example, mine says my name. So it says Emily Elizabeth in big cursive letters. And then below it, I have two of my core focused positions in my career. I think I maybe did this two years ago. So it's technically not that updated because I did not add like my corporate job into it but right now it does say below my name entrepreneur and digital content creator if you are curious of what it looks like you can certainly look me up on linkedin you can find me there and you'll be able to see that my header was customized and i actually made it on canva some of you guys might have heard of that site it's super easy and very like easy to use if you're a beginner still they have templates you can use and that way you can make something like that for yourself on the other hand if you don't like having that custom one if i had to give my thoughts on whether what i would choose instead if i didn't have one that had my name then i would probably use a aesthetically pleasing stock photo of something that is business related so maybe a photo of new york city like the skyline and then maybe it has like a i don't know motivational quote or something or just any basic maybe like a desk photo with like a macbook laptop and like a journal and a pen something like that I'd probably use something like that just so, again, it adds more personality to my overall profile and gives a sense to the viewer the type of person I am or what I'm interested in. My third section is all on maximizing your profile. So the first tip with that is to share as much detail as possible with your previous work experience. So when I say that, I really mean dive into what you did at that job and use three to five bullet notes under each job slash work experience. Something that I see pretty often amongst my peers and people in college is that they'll put their work experience, but they don't typically write out a description of what they did at that job, what they accomplished at that job. And I think that's just so vital and important, not only to adding personality to your profile, but to also give insight to people who look at your profile as to what you've done and what you've contributed to that company. So a few tips on how you can maybe think of things that you could write for the bullet notes. One way to think about it is to just really specify what you actually did and how it impacted the company and business as a whole in regards to growth. So I'll give you my personal example, which was from my internship position last year, my senior year of college. And here are three random bullet notes I have written for it. I actually ended up having five, but I didn't want to read all of it. But the first one was, I said, identify and source ideal influencers to partner in campaigns for YouTube, Google, and Visible. The second bullet note says, assist in creating overall social media marketing strategies. And the third bullet says, monitor and maintain clients' 
profiles via community management on multiple platforms. So I will be candid. I do think my bullet notes were slightly generic, just slightly. Um, I did specify on some of them, but I just wanted to give you guys an idea of what terms and I guess verbiage you can use in describing what you did in your role for that company and kind of how it really connected to the overall picture for that business. My last note on that is simply recruiters and employers look at your work experience and what you specifically did in that position because even if some roles are the same, so let's say you had a social media manager position at one company and you're applying to the same or similar role or it's like called the same position at another company, sometimes you still might not have done the same things that that new company is looking for so or sometimes you have done more it could be vice versa so with that in mind I do highly recommend to always elaborate in detail as much as possible on what you've done in that specific work experience even if it's babysitting or even if it's something basic like tutoring or something I think there's always a way to show how much you impacted and what you really took out of it as well as someone who did that specific job and not only does that give insight to recruiters and employers but it also makes you look like you really cared in demonstrating what you learned and what you did to contribute at your job so that's kind of my two cents on it I will say again that is something I notice a lot of people my age and younger don't do so I highly highly recommend to do it Other things that I do notice people not taking advantage of is being proud of their accomplishments and activities from college. So sometimes people just put what school they went to and then they don't really add the details from their college experience. So my recommendation is to obviously put what your major and or your minor is. If you made Dean's List for any specific semester or whatever honors list there is at your school. If you were part of a sports team, whether it was a club team or NCAA, if you had any leadership positions at clubs like sororities or just any type of club. So for example, even if it's like director of public relations for your sorority, you should still definitely put that in just because again, it shows leadership, it shows involvement at college, and you want this to be a super, super enhanced version of your resume. Other things as well, sometimes people forget to add, is if you graduated with any Latin honors, so for example, like magna cum laude or cum laude, those are really nice to add just as like a nice feature. So definitely don't be afraid to, in a sense, show off on your LinkedIn. I know that most of us don't necessarily like to. It does kind of feel awkward sometimes. But at the same time, you got to understand LinkedIn especially is a platform where people want to see how good you are at what you say you want to do, if that makes sense, or how much credibility you have to back up what you say you want to do career-wise. My last tip on maximizing your profile is to ask for recommendations from colleagues, managers, or your previous bosses, and those you have worked with or for. 
So the recommendations is something I think, again, is often overlooked. I do think it's sometimes harder to get recommendations. I think it's something that is not paid attention to as much. So I wouldn't say I emphasize on it that much. But it is just nice to see when there is an opportunity for someone to give you a recommendation. I highly recommend to ask for it. And it's simply like it probably takes them five minutes to just write something where it they all get to share if they were whether like your boss or a colleague or whatever they will be able to add a personal note of traits that they like about you what stands out about you things like that and that does give recruiters an insight again on who you are as a person and what other people think of you regarding your work ethic and your characteristics Overall, it's just a good look for the profile that you have at least one person supporting you as an individual and your overall professionalism in your work. And my last section on this LinkedIn tips is all about networking. So my first tip on networking on this platform is to engage with posts that you like or agree with that you come across on your feed. So sometimes LinkedIn will notify you or you'll see on your feed that one of your peers, maybe they were at a job for a specific time period or they recently started a new job at a company. Those are great times to just hit the like button or to simply say congrats, I think. Overall, that's just a nice way to engage and be a great member within the community. I think also it's worth just liking posts that you come across, whether it's from professionals that are within your field and you like a quote that they posted or just something relevant to today's current events. I think a lot of us tend to just scroll past it, we'll read it and we'll agree with it, but we don't engage in it as much because it's just LinkedIn and we're more prone to do that on Instagram or other apps. So I highly recommend treating LinkedIn in a similar way to social media, but in a more productive way where you want to show people that you're supporting them and when they see that you have liked something they've done, so maybe it's an accomplishment, they'll remember that and next time you get to share about a new job or something like that, most of the time people will just return that engagement as and support as well. My second tip on networking is to add people from your school, especially if they are in your graduating class. So not only does this help build your overall community on LinkedIn, of course, it's nicer to have a lot of connections on LinkedIn, But most of the time, you probably do know a lot of them, but just never bothered to add them on LinkedIn. That might not hold true for those of you who go to a very large university. I did graduate from a school that had, I don't know, maybe roughly 10,000 students in total. So obviously a like small to medium-sized school. So I did know a good amount of people in my graduating class in a way, or especially people within my major, that's for sure. So that's always nice if you ever go through your network or that network tab on LinkedIn. It'll show you second connections that you most likely know. Half of them will be like from your school and that way you can just easily connect with them there and I think it's just a a great way to 
keep people in the loop and keep yourself in the loop with people who are from your school. And another reason why I think it's super important as well is because later down the road, they may be able to introduce you to an employer that they are working at. So maybe someone that's working at, I don't know, Facebook, and you have an interview with the company, and it's maybe even within the same industry or within the same field. You just never know that having that mutual connection on LinkedIn, you could totally reach out to them um, and just let them know, hey, you know, I'm interviewing for Facebook as well. Would love to hear if you have any insights or thoughts for me. I see that you went to my school as well. Hope all is great type thing. So it's just nice because again, it helps you not only be able to maybe increase your probability or your chances at potential new jobs, but also it might be able to help you create new friends within the industry that you might not have because there was no other way you would have run into them, if that makes sense. Another tip I have, this one is more pertaining to those of you who are already working in the corporate world or just in general, like you're working at a specific company part-time or for an internship, highly recommend to add people from your company. So for example, in my personal situation, I tend to add people from my company that I met, that I have met a few times, but I don't work directly with them at my office. So for context, my company is a huge Fortune 200 company. So there's an office in every major city. In fact, there's like, I want to say nine offices in Southern California division alone. So again, my company is big, but some people, I it'll just pop up on my people I might know list. It'll show that they work at my company. And sometimes I might have seen their name before. Sometimes I may have never seen their face or whatever. Um, and if they look kind of familiar, I'll just add them. Um, if I have met them maybe at a training event, something like that, I'll typically add them just because, again, I've already met them. They work at my company. It's always good to build the network. My last and final tip for networking is to add people you have mutual connections with and maybe semi-know or met once before. So, Personally, I don't love connecting with people that I completely don't know, so essentially strangers, but when they are a second connection and are connected with at least 50 people I'm connected with, I will typically feel much more comfortable to add them if they haven't added me or vice versa if they're adding me and I don't necessarily know them, but they're a second connection, they went to Chapman University and they have, I don't know, 80 mutual connections, then I'll much more likely say yes. But if it's someone that, I don't know, says like has five mutual connections and it's like a completely random person, I'll typically debate whether I add them. But again, that's personal preference. But either way, highly recommend to connect with people that are your second connections. It'll show you and it'll show you who your mutual connections are as well. Overall, I highly recommend this one, especially if they look familiar or just have some commonalities with you, whether that's the profession that you're going into, career goals, industry, location, etc. 
not to go off on a tangent, but now that I think of it, I have added people in different cities that are maybe at my company right now in that specific city that I'm thinking about moving to just for the future in case that I do go that route and I do stay within my company. I actually want to be able to reach out to them and introduce myself and maybe get some insight from them on how the office culture is or how or what it's like to actually work at that company within that city because um, that way it'll allow me to not only open the doors for understanding whether that job will be a good fit for me but also if I do end up there then now I have a new friend. So those are all my personal LinkedIn tips. Again these are all from my personal experience. I didn't take this from a professional standpoint I instead took this from what I've done and what has worked for me and I wanted to share that with you guys because I have spoken about LinkedIn before on previous platforms whether that was my Instagram or my blog and a lot of you guys have given me a lot of feedback and said that you liked it so I decided to again compile um, a longer list of tips that I have especially now that I've been able to utilize LinkedIn to be in the job that I have today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was short and sweet and to the point, but if you have any questions for me, honestly, feel free to send me a DM on either the podcast Instagram or my Instagram itself. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. I know job searching and putting yourself out there on a business professional platform can sometimes be daunting in a way but that's why I do want to give as much advice and tips as I can if possible whenever I know that I've experienced it already and have had at least some success with it. Thanks again for listening and I will chat with you all in the next episode. Bye!